Adrian's Hop and your Tardises. You're listening to Doctor Huh? Huh? What? What the f- fucking a hell virus? is this episode? A virus? What? Now I've seen everything. Now I've seen everything on Doctor Who. I'm Jordan. I'm chock full of microplastics. I'm Sam, the president of the Madagascar Tourism Board. <laughs> it's just that one beach. I like to move it, move it. This is Series 2 episode... Sorry, nope, not Series 2. Series 12, Episode 6, Praxius. Wouldn't it be nice if we were talking about Series 2? A nice Ripley. David Rose, David Tennant, Tennant Rose episode instead of more. Written by Pete McTie and Chris Chibnall. Directed Crisps. by Jamie Magnus Stone. Crisp strikes again. The episode looks like that. Okay. The episode is I'll written say like I that. The, I thought the episode looked good. It does. It's. I didn't say it looked bad. I just said it looked like that, which is how all the Crisps era. Do, or actually, sorry, I have a proposition. I want to. Oh I, yeah, I, you you wanted to you wanted to name this era. This era, the Crisps Chibnall era of Doctor Who, should be called the Backpack Era. Because it's the era where everybody is carrying around a sensible backpack and a sturdy water bottle, a sturdy <laughs> I hadn't, I hadn't metal water bottle. That. I, we do see Ryan has a backpack. In Ryan this has a backpack, uh, and then every, just every, and then in Ranscore, I have Colos. She was handing out backpacks and water I've bottles. I've got a backpack. And, Put that bird in my backpack. She, he loves that backpack. They got to be ready. They got to be ready for anything. They got to be prepped. I for don't the have adventure. any guns in my backpack. What do you think he's got? He's got granola bars. He's got he's got no. He's got not granola bars. That'd be childish. He's got a sensible granola birds. He's got a he's got a sensible protein supplement protein bar. He's got water. He's got a flashlight. He's got some 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 like cords and te- just anything you might need for a safe sensible adventure with the maybe doctor. even a cool cable. I have a question for you. Mm-hmm, uh, this mm-hmm. is a sincere question. Wasn't mm-hmm. his backpack empty? <laughs> he had just enough room in it for a big dead bird. I'm pretty sure when when we get the scene where he's like, I'm not here to hurt you, please feel free to go through my backpack. Doesn't she just like look at his backpack well, and she's like, oh, there's know, nothing in here. To, 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 to give Ryan the benefit of the doubt, he did have that big, sturdy, sensible water bottle because you must stay hydrated on your, vaca- your, course, your adventures with the doctor. And do you always want to be carrying around a water bottle in your hand? No. Yes. Oh, do no. You, no. Do you need Gross. room? Boo. Do you need room? You need both hands ready to go to pick up a dead bird, and you need a receptacle <laughs> large enough to hold it, and no guns. Don't touch that bird. It gotta and go it, in me backpack. <laughs> and just in case the doctor gives you some charges, some grenades, like she did in the Battle of Renskorav Cold. That hasn't need, happened yet. I know, but I'm or saying has it? I don't she's remember. getting. Where are she's we? Con- I wish there was some kind of spreadsheet. (gasps) She's, she's conditioning Yaz, Ryan, and Graham for when they will be carrying grenades in their sensible carrier backpacks. No, sorry, this is, this is after Ranscore of Kolos. Mm -hmm. And that's why. I'm just saying they're <laughs> that's where he up. got that back. Go back, go back and look at any other Doctor Who episode. They know they're going to be off the TARDIS for like an we didn't 45 mention minutes. The, we didn't mention that the backpack had a little thing on it that said, I had an emotional arc with my grandfather on Ranscore Polos, <laughs> and all I got was this stupid backpack. I got, all I got was this stupid iron-on patch. And our bond as family rejuvenated. And also I love Rosa Parks. 
this is uh, the closest two episodes we've had so far on the main feed. Uh, this is just two episodes after Nikola Tesla's Night of Terror to sort of. I was going to say us. you said on the main feed, but we did roll the the episode previous to. Uh, yes, we the- we watched Horror of Fang Rock immediately after uh, the Invisible Enemy, which it's directly before. Incredible odds, incredible. You'll love to see it. Anyways, uh, this is Praxius. This is Praxius. This is a this is uh, as a, a as a fun as a fun fact. This is an episode about a horrible virus, and it did premiere the same week that uh, the World Health Organization declared COVID a global crisis. Uh oh, I was wondering where and when this this uh, fell into the real world timeline. Uh, he didn't know crisps, but he did have. Oh yeah, the I don't usually of... give the I don't usually give the date. This was February second, twenty twenty, for the record. Ooh, tugging at my collar. Ooh, I was wondering if they knew if this was like a post COVID episode, but this was more about plastic in the ocean. But more more critically for placing this in the timeline of reality, we were still watching the Secret Life of the American Teenager. So okay, this is an episode. In short, here is what the episode is about. There is a virus called Praxius. It is on Earth. It is it bad. Makes, it makes you explode, which I we love. Meet, we meet some different people. One of them goes to Hong Kong. One of them goes to Madagascar. One of them goes to, where was it? Peru. Uh-huh. Uh, and I I liked the way that this episode starts. I where agree. we're seeing, you agree? I actually liked I liked the the setup of like how are these events cuz cuz it's like all these these very different stories and then all of a sudden one of the companions shows yes. up with their sensible sensible that's, backpack. That's what I loved is like for example we meet like a travel vlogger in Peru and some shit happens and she's like what happened what's going on what's going on and then Ryan just like walks over the hill and he's like Hello. don't touch that bird don't t- <laughs> We can't keep doing. They're not all Rico Star. <laughs> They're not. Well, uh, uh, your bird, don't touch that bird, you bird. I say this with all the peace and love in my heart. That's off the bird. And then Graham shows <laughs> Sorry, up. Sorry, we were Hong doing Kong. Ringo Star before we started recording. I need uh-huh. to. Stop. Okay, yeah. So I like that. It it, it was kind of neat. I like and, it and too. it's a it's one of the cool things that I like in Doctor Who is when you get the sense that the different companions are kind of starting to get the hang of things yeah we i liked when rose did that too where rose is just when rose has been traveling with the doctor for a season or whatever and then she's just she shows up and she's like quick hand me that high energy power decoupler um the weird part was at the end when uh gabriella the travel vlogger says quick hand me that high energy decoupler (laughs) <laughs> I've 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 overridden the manual bypass on this alien spaceship that I've just now f- discovered for the first time in my life. Yeah, the first Anyways. thing we see though is mm-hmm. Earth. God, I fucking Earth. Hate Chris Chibnall. Earth. The first thing we see is it's the shot of the Earth from space, and the Doctor. Sam, is like, I have a que- I have a question for the Doctor. Where are we? And more importantly, when are we? Earth, the beginning of the third decade of the twenty first century. Oh. And she does this god-awful narration where she's like, there yeah, are seven, seven billion, billion people. people. Some of them live near the ocean, and some of them don't. don't. But they're all alive. <laughs> and then at the end of the episode, they bring it back, and she's just like, Earth, seven billion people, and all of the ones who are alive are alive. And I'm like, I wish, I really wish that she had nothing, been like, Chris. She had been like, Earth, population, <laughs> six 
hundred ninety nine million nine hundred ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety eight people because two of them died in the middle of this episode. No, I but we won't tell you who yet. The 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 death toll of this episode ambiguous. Actually, I guess there's, th- I think three people died in this episode. Maybe four. We'll keep a tally as Maybe we go. Maybe five. There's an escape pod that falls from space, and there's it's an astronaut. It's not an escape pod. It's just like a reentry capsule. He's oh yeah, astronaut. sorry. I wrote down escape pod before I knew what was going on. Uh, yeah, there, there is an astronaut falling to space. This astronaut's name is is Adam Lang. We'll know. We know this because they say it about a hundred times in the episode, the, and it's very the funny. The subtitles identified him as Soyuz. 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 Soyuz is a space thing. I know it because in the anime Dr. Stone, they talk about Soyuz. Oh, I mean, maybe like, I just yeah. misread the whatever. No, his name is not Soyuz. It's a spacecraft. Soyuz. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they must have been like, like radioing like, how is it in the Soyuz? Yes. The Soyuz okay. served as the only means to ferry crew to or from the ISS for which wow. it is, remains heavily used. Uh, we then smash cut to a smash. horrific... Smash, <laughs> What? Smash, 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 smash. I don't get it. Smash, smash cut, because smashing happens. I, I guess. Because he, sma- he smashes a guy through a big stack of water then bottles. then tackle cut to a, <laughs> and a piece of shit ex-cop this who can't get over the fact that he's not a cop. And he he's, like, working a at a man. grocery store, and he just, like, tackles a shoplifter. He tackles a shoplifter through a big pyramid of water bottles, and then off-screen, the two boys in the toy commercial that they're playing out go, Yeah! <laughs> I love going to the water bottle pyramid at my local store. And then the manager of the store is like, Jake, what the fuck is wrong with you? And she just, like, lets the shoplifter go. We go to Peru. Where there's there's a vlogger, there, it's two travel vloggers, Gabriella and Jamila. I love and this part because it's playing like crisp crisps uh, version of Zoomer music as they like film their vlog on their phone, and it's playing like this is music that would play over like live while we're young. The <laughs> night is is tonight is the night, and it's our only night. And they're like filming on their iPhones, and they're like, here we go, the most beautiful. River in the world, close your eyes, my my alive friend Jamila. And then she opens her eyes, and it's all trash. Oh, oh no. no. And Jamila, by the way, her response to seeing the river is covered in trash, and Gabriella looking horrified is, uh, is this some kind of joke? This is, I'm turning Good one, my- Gabriella, dumping all that trash by the river to troll <laughs> your friend for your That travel. does sound like- that does sound like something that a Zoomer, like, epic YouTuber would do. It's like, I dumped a bunch of trash by Hey guys, by today this we're going to be prank. doing a river pollution prank on my friend. River pollution prank gone right. And then Jamila's like, we are so not camping here. And then it cuts to Jamila. Camp uh, cut Gab- to them camping here. It's so funny. That just uh, happened. So, also, Gabriella snoring loudly. Oh, I forgot this was bir- this Rude. episode is Birdemic. This uh, yeah, I was. I forgot I was that waiting. multiple parts of this episode are birdemic. This whole episode is basically birdemic, and I'm glad that I was not the one to say it. Because Jamila goes outside in the middle of the night because she hears birds squawking, and there's a huge, angry-looking flock swarming around in the air, and one of them attacks her, and it starts yeah. spitting acid, and then they get the big deal at the company, and everyone claps and for two minutes. Clapping. See. Well, the difference is in Birdemic, if you remember in Birdemic, the reason that the Birdemic happened is because of some environmental issue. So, oh same plot. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, Oops. no. 
Oh, dang. We go to uh, we go to Jake getting drunk in a bar and he, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> we go to Jake drinking at a bar, watching the news. They're talking about is British this astronaut that, Adam Lang I've, is crashing. You in see his this thing. in movies and TV shows all the time. I've never ever in my life seen a person do this uh, when I'm at the bar watching astronaut footage. Um, where he sees that his, uh, that somebody he knows, uh, ambiguous has crashed. And he goes to the, he goes, turn that, turn that up, turn it up. Is that a thing you can do? Hey, turn it up. I want, I want everyone to listen to this more. <laughs> I mean, I can't see why you couldn't. Hey, turn this up. Turn that shit up. <laughs> the, the person working at the bar is just like, no. I mean, a lot of times they don't even have the remote like there. That's like, the true. Remotes. That's true. If I yeah. was at work and somebody was like, "Hey, can you hey. turn the music down?" I'd be like, "I literally don't know how." I don't they even never know how to me. do that. <laughs> um, famous. And astronaut. I say that's what would happen because that did happen a million times, mm-hmm. and I didn't know what to do about it. Uh, famous astronaut Adam Lang has crashed. BBC reports. Um, Jake gets a text on his Samsung, uh, which says. <laughs> Hey, it's me, Adam. I'm alive. Help me. Here is where I am in Hong Kong. Hey. Hey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was this? I, I've well, seen the whole episode, and this doesn't make any sense. How did he send that text? It's an anonymous text also. Like, it's well, not... Is it, it's, is it possible... <laughs> is it possible that Jake <laughs> deleted Adam's number from his cell phone? <laughs> okay, but based on what we find out later... What? How the fuck is Adam texting him? Did Adam get up? He got out of the situation that we will describe he's in later. He went to get one of those pay-as-you-go phones from the local store, and then he sent the text. <laughs> and and he didn't feel like it was necessary to say, Jake, it's Adam. Because this is the thing. The only way, the the only reason that they did it this way, where it's an anonymous text that just says, all caps, help me that Jake receives is because they want to keep it mysterious how the two of them know each other. And it's, when it's we find gotta out, be a big, it's, it's gotta be not a big... interesting or like, it's not like, oh, that's what, that's such, what a twit. It's just like, oh, they're, they're married. Keeping, they're married to each other. Well, or are they? The, the, twist, One of the twist of men being married to each other. You know, on TV, in, in this day and age, that is a, like a twist. You go, what? They, they can't do that. And then when what? this episode is on streaming on Disney Plus, they're gonna they take have this, to cut it. They're yeah. gonna take this scene out for. They're gonna the be like, horror. "Hello, my, how are you? How do you guys know each other? We're brothers. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're in the army together. <laughs> Why didn't you come to my rocket launch? I was too busy doing some construction work. You know how I feel about commitment as friends." <laughs> At the end, they give each other a. It just zooms in really close on them, hand shaking hands. <laughs> their their faces get really close, and then the episode pauses, and they just they just superimpose some mouths over them, going, "I'm glad we're friends." It, their faces get really close, and then it cuts to a mouth right by a man's ear, and he says, "I love my girlfriend." <laughs> Zoom out. So he then gets GPS coordinates. To a location in Hong Kong. And uh, he says, who is this? And the guy says, it's Adam. Whoa. Then we cut, we cut back to Peru. Um, Gabriella's like, uh, wait, yeah. She's like, it's morning. She says, Jamila, where are you, my friend? And then a bird, a dead, 
Birdemic bird falls out of the sky, and then Ryan, with his sensible Stay away back- from that, it's mine. <laughs> Shut the fuck up! Stop! <laughs> That's my bird! It's my, my only friend! I learned about those in school, I did! <laughs> I, this I, I is missed- where Ryan shows up, and he's like, don't touch that bird, something's wrong with them, and I'm yeah, look investigating. Yeah, Mm-hmm. Uh, I we like go the to fact Hong that, Kong. I like the fact that uh, the doctor is like dropping her kids off at at, at mystery. Mm-hmm. Like like there's a scene that we didn't get where she says, "All right, Ryan." <laughs> I'll stop. She says, "Ryan, I need you to get out, and I need you to go find a dead bird." Okay, go. Bye. Okay, <laughs> Yaz, Graham, I need you to go over here. I'll drop you well, off. We, we will you find later. out uh, at the end of this episode. The doctor just loves dropping people off in places. She never does this, and like this doesn't happen in other episodes. But I do kind of dig it. I yeah, mean, I'm not. Is, I'm not against it. I will say I hate fun. this episode. No, it's not a very good one. I think it's half <laughs> of a pretty okay episode. And then I, I think it had a really cool setup, and then it's it's just shit from there. But well, it is Crisp's Chibnall era, so I did see written by Crisp's at the front of the episode, and that was my sign. That's kind of a foreshadowing. Uh, you know, foreshadowing is like a plot device where a setup, it kind of hints at something later. The part where it says written by Chris Chibnall is foreshadowing you know for the funny? episode being bad. What? In in the UK, they call him Crisps Chibnall, but in the Here United we States, we call him Chris Chibnall. <laughs> so, uh, we're in Hong Kong. Uh, Jake, Jake the shitty cop is here, and he's gonna do the only thing that cops can do, which is kick a door in. And I yeah, did, but, like, but then Yaz and Graham just run up to him, and they're like, what the fuck are you what doing? What are you doing, dude? <laughs> I'm so happy to see Graham. I love Graham. Hey, Graham's what the favorite. hell was this where Jake is like, I think there's a missing person in that building, and Yaz is like, with my trusty skeleton keys. <laughs> <laughs> I have done the, 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 I have done Azura's famous daydream. Oh, wait, it's Nocturnal. I'm so sorry, Elder Scrolls fans. I thought I got that- why is that? Why is she have? What is? How old is this door? With the staff of Molag Ball, <laughs> with the power of my skeletonic keys, any door I open as I please. I was waiting for the part in the episode where we find out what the ring of skeleton keys was, or like what is, it turns only, out that this well, was all some big brain plan, and like they, this was them who locked the door with this key. But no, Yaz just has skeleton keys. Is that a thing? No. <laughs> No, not now. I've, no. I've never heard of the Doctor Who's skeleton, skeleton keys. keys. Well, it's only as if the Doctor has some kind of device that can open doors whenever she wants it to. I'm so sorry, everyone. I just said the Doctor Who's skeleton keys. Mm. I blew it. Um, now we're on Madagascar uh, in front of a science lab. And one thing you got to know about science labs is, tell me if this is a little too Jeremy Cinnamon sins. When you have a science lab, it has everything. It's got everything you could well, need. It's got everything you could need. Well, I think with what we learn later, I'm okay with the lab having a ton of stuff that what? doesn't feel but like why, it fits. Also, knowing what we know later, what is Suki doing here? What's she doing? And who is the other Spoilers. guy? Who's the other guy? Spoilers. I mean, the other guy is uh, Aramu, and he dies horribly. Yeah, so Suki is a British scientist who is working with i assume like a local guy named aramu uh she goes to work at her lab and he's there and then they hear a call from the nearby beach and it's the doctor and she's saying help 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 there's a guy in the water and then and then she she pulls him out of the water and then he's got he's got uh barnacles 
on him. He's got scales on his hand. Uh, I This was a very funny part where the doctor, she's like, thanks for your help. Oh my god, normally I have friends who would help me with stuff like this, but I gave them all errands, and I sent them off to different parts of the world. And Suki and Aramu are presumably just standing there like, okay. And I gave, and I gave Yaz, my, my most trusted companion, a set of skeletonic keys. Okay. <laughs> and I gave Ryan hey. a sensible backpack and a hey. metal water, insulated water bottle. Yaz, Yaz does a lot this episode. So she good does. For her. Yaz, I was gonna say Yaz smashed the Yaz test today, cause she literally at a point says, Doctor, I would like to have the agency to do a thing on my own. I, I think it's funny, when, when we originally conceived the idea of the Yaz test, it was like, does the companion get to contribute? And now I feel yeah. like it's literally, does Yaz, does get, Yaz anything get anything to do? <laughs> it literally, I mean, it's the Yaz test because no companion seems to have less to do in an episode. Well, yeah, I mean, it's weird because I... I feel like this is the only era that we've encountered where there's three regular companions. There's so many of them, yeah. And I just feel like they struggle to give all of them stuff to do. And when there's a character who doesn't get something to do, it feels like it's always Yaz. It's always Yaz. It's always Yaz. I mean, we've seen... The max we've seen outside of this is two. Either Rory and Amy, or we've met in the classic era, Zoe, the rocket scientist, and Jamie, the Scottish himbo. Yeah, like, are those the and, only? I guess there was Leela and K nine. Oh, oh yeah, Leela and K nine. Oh, and there was a uh, there was the one from the Fifth Doctor era whose names I can't remember. Oh, uh, Nissa and Tegan. Nissa and Tegan. But this is three, and you know, three is a crowd. Four plus the Doctor is like the Doctor and her two friends, and then Yaz who gets to be on a short leash for some reason. <laughs> yeah, like I like this trio honestly. I just feel I like I do like this trio. I feel like I actually, they kind of had a hard have a hard time giving everyone something to contribute. I like which, all of them. Which I will say, yeah. I think that's one of the reasons that the things in this episode that work work pretty well because they split everyone up so everyone yeah. is all is automatically going to have something to do and it's very funny seeing like a, a graham the funny bus driving grandpa doing field work i love graham i love graham so much i love graham and i love dan and i find out that my favorite doctor who companions are just like <laughs> middle-aged to older men who, who are just like normal dude just lads just lads just lads it's just the just, lads out and about can, You'd buy him no a pint problem. at the you're at the pub. He's there watching Sheffield FC, whatever they're called. You're just talking about driving the bus, just driving the bus, watching the footy with a pint with the <laughs> As lads. As they call it, with the lads. Having what do they fun. call it? Playing footsie? Is that they call it? They call it feetsies. I'm pretty. We sure. We call it soccer. I think they call it playing footsie. I'm pretty sure they call it playing footsie with the lads. <laughs> lads. <laughs> you're out at the pub playing footsie with the lads, and you you're got all your driving thing. your buses. <laughs> You're watching it on the bus. Uh-oh. You just crashed because you were too busy. You couldn't tear your eyes away from the game. Look at that. <laughs> Great touchdown coming up. We're back in Peru. Gabriella is talking to Ryan. She, she is patting him down like a like a hitman guard. Which, I mean, to be fair, she's like, what did you do to Jamila? And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about, but you can... Like you could check my bag, you could pat me down. I I swear to God, I'm I'm not also, dangerous. Also, shout out to Gabriella from multiple times in this episode, going, "My name's Gabriella, but I'm sure you've heard of me from my hit web series." Well, yeah, she's she's a vlogger, so she's an egotistical piece. Yeah, of shit. she's a she's a prick, and she says two girls roaming. You know, and he's like, I I don't know. And she's like, No, you know, no, you know. Even if you her even if even if her blog gets five million views per episode, that's 
I, I've, well, that's I why we got that narration at the yeah, start. There are say, 7 billion people, so statistically most of them won't know this vlogger. <laughs> I really like, by the way, that when Gabriella the vlogger is talking to Ryan, she says, I've got my contacts on Reddit trying to access... <laughs> What are they? Do- so, so, so. Correct me if I'm wrong. Gabriella goes on r slash two girls roaming. She says, "Hey, Jamila <laughs> might be dead. Can one of you guys tap into some local Peruvian satellite data to see the if you can find her?" You would be on a on a subreddit for something that you like. I'm like on r slash Taskmaster, and someone makes a post that's like, "I think Alex Horn has been murdered." <laughs> no, it's, it's Greg. <laughs> Greg Davies posts on Reddit, <laughs> Alex Horn may be dead. Alex has it's... gone missing. <laughs> I'm so glad. That guy's like, I'm so glad I was sorting by new because I wouldn't have seen that, that, what's her name from my favorite travel vlog series. And not to be, not to be too Jeremy and Jeremy and Cinnamon sins. Is, is Reddit bro, is Reddit bro the typical viewer audience of two girls roaming? A, like no, a, but what they're getting at is that this is what people think that Reddit does. Is that they is hack that, is that Reddit satellites. is like full of like genius crime solvers. Do you remember the fucking Boston Marathon bombing? I was too young to remember what Reddit was doing at that time. I'm sorry. This was a thing. There was the Boston Marathon bombing. And Reddit, speaking of the fucking backpack era, everyone on Reddit got together and was analyzing this picture of of the marathon, and there was this one, like, teenager with a backpack, and they were like, okay, we found him, they, like, worked together to find his name and where he lives, and literally, like, a, like a catchphrase of Reddit when people make fun of Reddit is, we did it, Reddit. That is was, that what that's a reference to? That was oh, literally no. people on Reddit were patting themselves on the back and saying, we did it, Reddit, thinking that they had solved this crime, when in reality, they just pointed the finger at some teenager with some a fucking teenager backpack, with a backpack who had nothing to do with it. Great job, Reddit. Anyway, Gabriel... But this is, this is an idea yeah. that people have of Reddit, is that it's like some sort of, like brain factory where you where all the sharpest minds come together to find information all the sharpest minds come together to talk about how much they love the new harry potter game so yes well, she's like i've got my contacts on reddit they're like they're like analyzing the 911 calls in the area or whatever God damn. um and also did you like the part where she pats down ryan and she's like "Ooh, muscles i trust muscles. you now and then he says i do a lot of running because he's always running from, like, aliens. Uh-huh. And so he wraps up the dead bird, and he's like, oh, all the birds that have been dying, they have these weird markings on them. And then she says that one of her Reddit contacts told her that there was an ambulance called a mile away from them, and they Good tracked down nobody, where it went. Nobody in Peru besides Jamila, two girls roaming, would ever call for an ambulance if something went wrong. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we're inside the we're inside the Hong Kong wi- warehouse um with with Jake the cop, Jake the hog, Jake hog we call him Jake hog and uh Ooh, and yeah bad news. Uh mm. this episode gets my seal of uncreativity mm. as they oh. reveal that the reason that they're here is because <laughs> they were tracking some unusual energy patterns. There's a part at the end where the doctor's like the spaceship's unusual energy signal. Like what what sh- is the ship just like blasting out like ionizing radio? Like why is it doing that? They look at they look at their like 
radio like their radar scanner or like a thermal camera or something and they just see like a glowing red middle finger and they're like huh well that's not <laughs> unusual usually energy. that's <laughs> that's like i'm i'm following this unusual heat signature it's a, it's a tesla and it's about to explode and and, <laughs> and sorry the tesla's got recalled because they it's just a tesla operating at a normal temperature something's not right here Every every five miles, the Tesla emits an electromagnetic pulse that fries every electronic uh, device in the area. We're working to fix it. I'm on it. That's then it like runs over the, 30 children, and then it plays a fart sound. That's what the spaceship in this episode was doing. Like, it just was – it just fried this, this Soyuz capsule for no reason. Why did it do that? Anyways. Well, it, put, it sent out a pulse. Uh, so Jake tells them that he's a detective, but he doesn't mention that he's not a detective anymore. He loves to – He, uh, I, I'm sure that every cop in the world hates the word X more than anything – ever meanwhile um, bad news uh they are not anyone's mummy this time but there they is a already gas mask did man this one them. crisp crisp chipsnall they already did a gas mask guy you can't you can't do well it. you can and they do and they did uh, uh we go back to the doctor on the beach in madagascar and she says that there was a u.s submarine that went missing this guy that they pulled out of the water was in the crew uh he suddenly wakes up and he's like, uh, uh, there was an impact. Uh, we, we tried to, but it was already inside. And then the scales start like growing all over him. And then he literally he explodes. explodes. It's great. I hope that when the pandemic takes me, when the next pandemic takes me, it makes me explode like this too. And there's, a, Suki... there's a doctor moment that I liked after this guy mm-hmm. literally explodes where she turns to Suki and Aramu and she's like, do not be alarmed. I'm investigating it. <laughs> And and Suki and Aramu are both very calm for having seen a man explode in front of their very eyes. The, this scene, though, this really pissed me off because the doctor, like, rattles off all the weird things that have been going on that she's trying to connect. There was a missing submarine. There's a dead naval officer in Madagascar. There's birds dying in Peru. There's alien tech in Hong Kong, which we haven't seen yet. Quote, there's also a talking cat in Ontario, but I've ruled him out for now. Then don't tell me because I want to see that, I want to see that talking cat. Chris! I want to see Garfield. I want to see the doctor go on an adventure with Garfield and John. Also, there's not even a twist later where the talking cat actually was behind it and we see him wink. Oh, fuck, that'd be so good. Let me look up Garfield Doctor <laughs> Who parody. What? Mm, what are you nothing? hoping to get out of this? I wanted to see if there was, like, a comic of what if, like... Doctor Who. <laughs> There's nothing particularly good, but I did find, I did find this one. I'll send this to you, and you'll, I hope you like this. This is a uh, pretty good. Uh, tell me what you think of that. Oh God, you like him? Is this is this Family Guy Doctor Who? This looks to be Family Guy Doctor. I guess Who it could possibly... also be American Dad. It's impossible to know, but yeah, this is David Tennant and Rose in the in the Seth MacFarlane aesthetic. I mean, what is, what is this? This one's weird. Tell, tell our listeners what this image is. I don't know what, what is, <laughs> why? Okay, well, so it's Who's Line with Wayne Brady and then the, the, the 10th and 11th Doctors. Uh, Matt Smith's face is like three feet tall. <laughs> Which Apparently... is weird because David Tennant has a more or less normal sized head. Oh, okay. Wait, this is from Mad Season 4 and it's called Doctors Doctor Whose Line Is It Anyway? Oh. Uh? 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 
Let's move on. Gabriella and Ryan go to a hospital in Peru. It's the hospital that the ambulance everybody, went to. Everybody's gone once again. Un- Which is not what you want in a hospital. You want a- you want a hospital to be well-staffed and underutilized. This is a thing that the episode is unclear about how many people have died of explosion disease. Because, like, nobody's here. They have sealed up the quarantine ring, uh, wing, wing in the scariest way possible. Like, there's, there's like, big caution tape. And, like, this all happened, by the way, in the span of, like, a couple hours. An hour. Literally, An hour. we were told one hour ago the ambulance was called. <laughs> they went full zombie mode immediately. They were yeah, ready for we it. we never get an explanation, by the way, why is the hospital abandoned? They all died, I guess. Um, I, or possibly they I, sealed up uh, Jamila in the quarantine ring and they all left. But we see Jamila, who is who has not exploded. Spoilers, she has the Praxius disease. But, yeah, why would, unless, like, all the hospital staff are just, like, particularly susceptible to it, and therefore they all got it immediately and exploded, it just doesn't make sense. Um, Also, there's another dead bird on the floor of the hospital. I don't know why there's a bird inside. Just followed her. Um, Ryan touches his uh, his The birds were chasing her the whole way on the ambulance ride. Ryan literally has a Metal Gear Solid codec device. It's like a little patch of, on his neck, and he touches it just like Solid Snake does. Oh, yeah, she, doctor. the doctor, toward the end of the episode, she's like, something, something with the, the button comms or something. Doctor, I found Jamila. Um, and You're then going to have thing- to take a doom? <laughs> Stop it with the Ringo, please. Um, and then something happens that I don't think is ever explained in the episode, which is that Jamila... Um, her eyes open and they're all white and fucked up. Very Whatever. scary. And she like gets up and starts that's switching. A, that's a thing that it does to you except when it doesn't. It does it until it doesn't do it, which is only it does it once. And then she explodes. And then, and then Gabriella seeing her friend of several years explode goes, oh no, who's going to be on my vlogs now? My content. Ryan, Ryan watches Gabriella's best friend explode and he's like, it's going to be okay. <laughs> New video posted on r slash two girls roaming. Jamila died! Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Gone wrong. <laughs> Trash dump, dumping in the river prank gone wrong. Oh, also Jamila the doctor did. just runs into the room. It says, I'm quitting YouTube. <laughs> the doctor just runs in and is like... I'm here now, and then nothing really happens, but they're just here like, oh, the doctor's a, here. Oh, time for a f- funny joke. Funny joke time. Funny Graham joke is time. following the strange readings on his Nintendo Switch. It did, I was thinking he had a little iPad, but it does, it does look more like a Steam Deck. He's on his Steam Deck, and he says... There's no is, way he had a Steam Deck in 2020. True, true, true. Oh, well, never mind, know, time the doctor, travel, yes, he did. Time travel, yeah. He's like, Doctor, can I get myself a Steam Deck? I want to this play is, this is an interesting reversal. Girl. Usually I'm the one who tells you not to do something and then continues doing it. Uh-huh. Well, I'm also, you were also, this is, see, this is like, you know, on Kylex, why you did yeah, the yeah, intros. Yeah, justify it, justify yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. No, but it's like, you did the intros, you did the, um, you told me to, you would keep doing the bits after telling me to stop it. But oh, I see. So now that yeah. you're the one who intros the podcast, you're the uh-huh. one who keeps doing the bits after telling me to stop. Gotta, so gotta, gotta, he's gotta, playing gotta. Hades on his, uh, his Steam Deck that he, Doctor got him from the future. Um, and folks, let me just say, you'd have to have a time machine to get your hands on one of those things, folks. Am I right? Um, and he goes, the energy signal's right behind this wall. We need to find a way. And then, and then Yaz turns it around and he goes, 
The energy signal is right behind this door. Funny, 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 funny. I, I do want to apologize. I wasn't enjoying the episode. I am I, sorry that I referred to Graham in my notes as a stupid old bitch. He's not. He's not. He's I'm sorry. Nice. I, I was he's taking nice, that out on him, which is unfair. I liked. The, I thought the joke was funny. He had it upside it was down. Fine. It was a funny uh, joke. And then Jake and kicks then, the door open. They find a what weird about alien the skeleton keys, Jazz? They find a weird alien computer terminal. And they press a button, and then all the lights turn on, and they see Adam the astronaut in his spacesuit strapped to a table. This is where, this is where, um, this is where Yaz does something crazy to me. Which Um, part? uh, All of it, but, so they, like, are trying to unhook uh, Adam, which, by the way, they don't know if, you know, when I see a person hooked up to a hospital bed, my Well, that's what, that's what Yaz Uh uh, and Graham say. Jake's like, we gotta get him out of here, and they're like, we don't know what this stuff is doing. You might might kill him. You might kill him, and he's like, good, 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 I hate this guy. Um, (laughs) They call the doctor, uh, uh, and then Adam is like, leave, 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 they're gonna come, and then all the, are you my mummy? All the gas mask guys come in. With their gun, pew, bah, guns, man. It would and be then, funny because they love bringing back, like, the Daleks and all that. It would be uh-huh. funny if they just brought back the gas mask people. Well, this is an episode about, like, a disease. So, yeah, what about the, uh, yeah, why the not? Nan- nano machine, son? Anyway, Yaz picks up some kind of <laughs> Playmobil, some kind of leapfrog pad that's got all glowy, and she's like, oh, I'll destroy this thing. And hey, I guess... It Did works. we ever get any, like, resolution on what this was and why it matters? It's like their, it's like their computer. It's just she, got their data in it. I, I guess? She's like, yes, she's like, ah, you won't shoot me if I'm holding this in front of me. That shows it's important. And then we never got a follow-up on that. No, because she comes back for it. She comes back for it and she says that you could triangulate the signals. Uh, that was my mother's. Please put it down. <laughs> ah, shit. Um, so... Yeah, they, they like, run. Jake is blasting with their laser guns that he picks one up. uh, He loves to blast. Are they killed? Are they unconscious? No, they they get knocked out because they wake up later. I don't think they, like, no, I think they're injured because they get back up. He, like, limps over to the teleporter and then you see him dead on the ship. So I think that Jake grievously, grievously, general grievously wounded him. Fair enough. That's all right. Uh... And this is where Adam says something about, like, oh, Jake, the ex-cop. Oh, they took Adam with them, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Jake is like, oh, I'm just on sabbatical. Uh, Yaz and Graham are very upset, and Yaz is like, uh, I am I am not an active duty officer, but I wouldn't lie about it. The I, principles of cop. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised and also, I guess, happy that Yaz and, and Jake weren't having more, like, cop talk. Because, oh, you're a cop? Hey, I love being a cop. Hey, hey. They're like, the, you don't understand the line of the dangers we put ourselves in front of every single day. When I have to tackle a kid who's trying to steal a pack of, of Smarties from the, from the Tesco. Adam says something about like, uh, don't, don't listen to anything Jake tells you. He's a liar. So there's some tension between there's these some tension two. tension between these two guys. Uh, then the doctor is here. She's like looking at the bodies uh and she's like well this is so odd this doesn't make any sense by the way because she's like i scanned this location for life signs before you got here and there were no signs of life what about adam what about adam what about the gas mask people this implies like oh they're not really alive no no no, no. she says that the suits there and might be masking their life signs oh okay one hour 
and then they and she then says, we get the... she says like I can't get the gas mask off because that will spoil a very weak twist for later. I was gonna uh, say she says like maybe it's it, it's uh, you know what it is is that the doctor is uh, you know biases from the past. She's like the last time I encountered a guy in the gas mask, this was just their face, so it must also <laughs> be their face. She's just inexplicably like certain though that they're not human. She's just like oh these are just humanoid aliens. I can tell. Uh, I can't see any inch of their body, but I'm sure that these are aliens. It's not like the Doctor hasn't encountered, like, living, walking spacesuits, or nanomachines, or goo. Lots and lots and lots of goo. <laughs> but no, they're probably just guys in there, whatever. Um, they go, they, but now we get the obligatory scene of the normals, the wretched But they're the bigger on the inside. Big, the zip is bigger on the inside with so much peace and, you could fit a lot of peace and love in it. Uh, Gabriella is talking to Ryan again. Uh, she's in the TARDIS with him and she's like, I've known Jamila for 12 years. And Ryan's like, it's fine. You'll find a new person. To He's so with. bad at comforting her. He's just like, it's fine. Yeah. He, he, fine. Missed that, he missed the, he missed the grief day at school. Move on. Uh, you'll find someone else to make content with. I'm so sure. Yaz, meanwhile, she's like, I want to go back for that computer thing that I don't know why I didn't just take it with me because <laughs> I was holding it. And, and using it as a like, shield. The doctor's like, okay, I'll come back in an hour. And then Gabrielle is like, I'm I'm coming too. I need to find a new vlogger buddy. <laughs> I just think that she just got she just make it one girl roaming and just, you know, cut cut her losses on Jimmy. I, I thought it was weird that her reasoning wasn't like, I'm not gonna miss an opportunity to film this. Like that felt like it would have been very in character no, she's for just her. Like but she's pissed, just like, I would like off. to go. I'm angry. She's not, like, vlogging along the way, which I thought was stupid. She should have been. Wait, 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 wait. Are you telling me that you would have preferred if this episode had an annoying vlogger vlogging the whole thing? You would have liked that? You would have thought I don't know. Was, I, I don't know how been. it would have been executed, but I'm like, it's it, it would have been in character for her. Tom Scott voice. I'm here at the Hong Kong warehouse. <laughs> this, this submarine carries a mysterious secret. I am in the Pacific garbage patch. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, I think okay. I'm on an alien planet. I think that, I think Top Scott would be such a good companion for the Doctor, because he's, he, he's, you know, he could be like the linguist. He could be like <laughs> doing linguistic stuff and computer programming to solve his I'd problems. I'd be down for Tom Scott as a companion. Sure, but what the fuck? Who cares? He's not an actor. He's not an actor. Whatever. And also, he'd be playing himself. But Whatever. I think, I think next season... Also, let's get rid of these youngsters. This new companion's like... Eight years old. Let's get rid of the young... We need a, like, a, a middle-aged British computer programmer as the next <laughs> companion. Get rid of these fucking babies, can, folks. Can we... Folks? Folks. Folks. I actually have no opinion of this. I'm not going to go with you on this one. The adventure of Chuti Gatwa and, <laughs> and Tom Scott on the TARDIS. I love it. <laughs> Fine. Why not? Why not? Uh, it couldn't be worse than... It couldn't be worse than fucking... Uh, What's that? What's that? Flux. <laughs> Nothing could be worse than flux. Nothing could be worse than flux. More like uh, they should have called it fucks because that's so. The yeah, doctor takes a blood epic. sample from Adam, and uh, somehow Suki and Aramu call them on the TARDIS. They Don't really know how on, that happened. They like get video fa- called. My favorite shit of this episode was Suki and Aramu calling the doctor on her TARDIS phone. To tell the doctor that something weird is happening, and the weird thing that they're talking about is seeing the TARDIS appear on the beach. 
You told us to call you if something weird is happening. Well, no, let me tell you this. The birds. A... They were talking about the birds. <laughs> no, I think they're talking about the TARDIS appearing. No, they were talking about the birds. They're talking about the TARDIS appearing. <laughs> they were definitely funny. talking about the birds. Okay, but think about how funny it would have been if they were talking about the TARDIS appearing. <laughs> the doctor brings them back to Madagascar, and uh-huh. everyone carries Adam to the lab. Uh, this, this is, is where the part, we find this is, out. You hate, you hate to see this, folks. They're like, how do you two know each other? And then Adam says, uh, one we're of them married says, while Jake, yeah, the, or sorry, Adam says we're separated while Jake says they're married. I mean, you can't go to space without separating from your partner. It's just how it works. You're, you're in space. Good point. Uh, this reminds me of that classic, <laughs> that classic F plus Mars one episode where the guy I was thinking like, about that. <laughs> the guy's like, my wife of 20 years has said that she, she will be, be very okay. happy for me to go to Mars for the rest of my life. <laughs> just, just Jake being, Adam's like, I'm going to, I'm going to space for a year. And he's like, okay, whatever. Bye. <laughs> uh, so. Aramu tells Ryan that he's been noticing birds that are not from here. And he was like, oh, just like at first it was just one. He was like, oh, it got separated from its flock. But now the flock is here. And he's like, well, that's not right. Peruvian squawker. If only we had one up close in a bag. There there is a a little funny doctor random line that I did like, which is the doctor's like, oh, I wish I could analyze these birds. And Ryan's like, oh, I've got one in my backpack. And he pulls it out and she goes... That's why you smell like a dead bird. I thought you had changed your shower gel. I thought that was funny. I want to see the the Old Spice commercial for dead bird. It's so <laughs> random. So random. Um, uh, so they all go inside except Aramu who stays outside to keep an eye on the get... birds. And he for some reason decides to keep an eye on the scary flock of birds 30 feet away from the lab. If only, if only there was a window... That you could look out and not get killed by the birds. They're in the sky. Like, They're you can up. watch them from the doorway. <laughs> it would be he fine. He just be right there. We say this because later, he's going to get murdered he's by birds murdered because by... he can't make it inside fast he's enough. He's so murdered by so many birds. And do you know how many people are going to give a singular fuck about this man's death? None. Zero. Zilch. Aww. Sorry, Amaramu. Oh man. Sorry. Uh, so... Gabriella is now talking to Yaz. They're they're in the warehouse in Hong Kong. Yes, he, she does the same trick. I'm Gabriella. Surely you've heard of me from my hit blog. There's no fucking way you haven't are heard you, of me. Are you on Reddit? Are you on that site? R slash one two. Uh, R slash. Well, we just changed it. R slash one girl roaming. Yeah, I assume that this is like a, a a shot at annoying online millennials or whatever. God, I fucking hate them. They go back to the room with the device that Yaz inexplicably didn't bring with her, even though she wanted to in the first place and she had it in her hands. And the gas mask men are starting to get up. Uh-huh. Uh, and she says, this device, it seems to be connected to two others. One in Madagascar, but we don't find out where the second one is yet. But it turns out that it's wherever it is. And then I think it's on I think it's at the bottom of the Indian Ocean. Yes. And then uh the gas mask man they hide and he crawl he crawls back and he limps back into the room and he touches this like panel on the wall and he te- he teleports away and they argue about whether they should follow him and then they Is do. it possible that this is not a teleporter and it's one of those classic uh Justice League boxes that kills you when you <laughs> go in it? Sure, why not? It's a mother box. Why not? Not a mother box. It's the one that Cyborg's dad used. It's it's the oh. Cyborg's dad memorial suicide booth. 
Meanwhile, back in Madagascar, this doctor... shit killed me. Okay, this is my favorite part of the episode. I know I say that like every five minutes, but my favorite part of the episode is when the doctor assigns her her companions tasks. She says, "Ryan, I need you to dissect the bird," and then he says, "Uh, she's like, you must have done it in school." And then, uh, meanwhile, then Suki, like, a medical researcher whose lab this is, is, is standing there, and she's just like, "Anything for me to do?" I thought she was like studying filtrate water filtration. Anyway, this is the best part. Graham, she's like uh, the doctor's like, "Do you have any broad spectrum antibiotics that we can administer, Adam, uh, intravenously?" And then Graham says, <laughs> "I've seen a few IV drips in my time. Finally, I can set one up. Finally, no, no, this no. information. Finally, it comes, it comes in, in handy. Hand. I've seen a few IV drips in my life too, and I don't think that reliably I could give a person an IV. What <laughs> but is I, he?" I, what, is he watching, like, what is men- this life that he's lived where he's like, I mean, oh yeah, I've is- seen a lot of people get IV drips set it up. It should have been like, what was his wife's name? Uh, Remember? Ooh. Grace. Oh, Grace. Grace. Me and Grace used to lo- watch the medical dramas. I bet I could do it. We love <laughs> I used to, to watch-, watch a lot of medical tutorials on, <laughs> on YouTube. On two girls chopping. Two <laughs> two girls sawing. <laughs> I've seen a few limbs get cut off in my time. <laughs> I mean, I just love him. He's the most confident man in the world, and I'm 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 here for him. Go for it. I him. would like at this point mm-hmm. in the episode to say something that I fucking hate about this episode. Oh, it finally. Is just now? Breakneck pace. It never stops for a second. There's so much stuff it's trying to do, so many places, so many things, so many characters. And it just never slows down, and it's and that's, exhausting. That's the that's kind of what I hate about Crisp's Chibnall era Doctor Who is that a couple things. Number one, it looks like that. Um, number two, it every episode has to be fifty minutes long, and I, it's ten minutes too much for an episode of Doctor Who. And it's also just it's the go 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 season. I mean, that's part of the reason that I really liked the Battle of Ranskor of Kolos is that it's an episode that has like quiet moments of characters talking to each other about their thoughts and feelings. This is just things happening. We gotta go to Madagascar. We gotta go to Peru. We gotta go to the hospital. We gotta go to the factory. Been, we gotta go to the warehouse. We gotta. This could have been a two-parter if they wanted to do an episode about plastics and a virus. And it Legitimately, probably been I was okay. watching this and thinking, this could have been a good movie. It could have been, I mean, this is, they make two-part Doctor Who episodes all the time. In fact, I think this season, there was a two-parter, and I, I had a funny name. It was called, I, 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 it, had the, it had the name that reminded me of something else, but I can't remember what it was. Oh, but. yeah, it was like, oh, uh, Spyfall, part Spyfall. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so maybe they could have made Praxius Part 1 and 2. Why the fuck not? Instead, they had to do Flux Part 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. And I'm not interested in any of that. But, like, if they wanted to... Ugh, whatever. This but, yeah, sucks. it's it's like, it's a... Yeah, and you're right. It, it, it absolutely could have been a two-parter. But I was just thinking, like, if this was, like, just a 90-minute TV movie... There's a lot of characters, and none of them have any time to just be characters. There's, like, emotional arcs that have no satisfying payoff because it's just like, I don't know or care about these people. It's like, it's like the idea of the emotional arcs is like, yeah, that would be good if it existed. Mm-hmm. Like, there <laughs> I mean, is a character who is revealed to be a villain who betrays them. 
And that character, what it's one of the characters we already know, and it's just like, okay, you this Bye. is I mean, I'll just say it right now. Suki is a, is not on their side. And I'm just like who cares? Who is this? <laughs> who? We found like, out like five minutes ago that she's a scientist researching water filtration. But what is she secretly evil? And I I like the idea of the doctor getting like tricked and manipulated by Suki because the the reason the whole thing that happens here is that in these lab scenes, the doctor and Suki are like throwing like techno babble back and forth. And there's a sense of, like, the doctor is really happy to be able to talk to someone who is a scientist. Like, you know, it's been two episodes since she met another scientist. I was going to say, she meets another scientist slash inventor every episode, every week she's talking about someone. Yeah, but uh, this is the thing, is she's dealing with Graham, Ryan, and Yaz, some of the stupidest characters we've ever seen. (laughs) Don't be mean to Graham. <laughs> it's not Ryan's fault that he skipped school on the day they learned Okay, but Graham was the one who was like, Tesla? Did he invent the Tesla? <laughs> He's, listen, he didn't read the oatmeal article. How is he supposed to know? But yeah, so what happens here is the doctor is talking to Suki and Suki's saying all this science stuff and the doctor's like, yeah, 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 yeah. So then when it turns out that Suki is actually, I, I, I won't get into what her deal is just yet, but she is basically trying to you know what i don't get it i'll just say it i don't get it i don't get it either. i don't get it what is because the part okay the most confusing part is when is just in a second when graham <laughs> i tried to summarize suki's Wait. motivations really quickly without like getting in the weeds and i can't i don't understand what she's doing why does she decide to like go to madagascar and study water filtration yes okay i think i think we we have to just say what it is right so here suki, right now because otherwise an, there's no way to make sense here's, here's the premise suki is an alien she an is alien one planet. of the humanoid aliens the same as the gas mask guys their planet was attacked by the praxius virus which is the one that like Adam, the people with the scales who... It makes you scaly until you explode. Uh, And she's here to, like, use Earth as a testing ground for research on the virus to hopefully find a cure. It broke containment, blah, 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 blah. Why is she on Madagascar doing water filtration research, though? I think that's just a cover. I don't think she's doing that at all. Why is she here? Except she has a filter that she's built... (laughs) But who is who is Arumu then? Just is a he... local guy who worked at. Yeah, I don't understand like how and why she set up this lab. I, d- I, I really don't understand what's what the point of her is. But my next. But then part she is... turns. She turns evil, and I don't know why. No, she turns like, evil because they find her out. Because they they find out they're like, why is there a signal transmitting from Madagascar right where Suki is standing? And but so they find has... a cure together. Kind of. Maybe. No, okay, this is the best... I need to talk about this. She... Graham has... Or Ryan has dissected the uh, the bird, and then mm-hmm. they look at the... The bird is full of plastic, oh no. Uh, and then they open up, they look at the bird's insides under a microscope, and then question mark, question mark, question mark, virus, we have a cure. Yeah, there's a lot of... And if we isolate the... And we can create a... And, and then it will do a counter... Yeah, I I don't fucking know. Meanwhile, uh, Yaz Two and Gabriella teleport onto like an alien ship or something. 
And uh, it's all, it's you can tell it's alien because it's covered in like foil and nets and there's a big submarine down we here. Get, we, get some, we get some emotional arc stuff with Adam and Jake where we find out that uh, Jake, Jake fucking sucks. Jake is, Jake is a piece of shit. I hate Jake, Jake didn't go to Adam's spaceship launch, and Adam, uh, or sorry, Jake the cop, Jake, Jake the, the Jake hog, Jake from hog. Adventure Time, is sitting down outside with Graham. I forgot to mention because Adam, Adam has learned that he's infected with an alien pathogen. There's scales growing on his neck now, so Jake like goes outside because he's like, I can't, I can't look at him like this, and I feel like a piece of shit. So Graham sits down to comfort him, and uh, in classic Graham and Ryan style, they're so similar, their family. Graham is like, it's fine, and Jake is like. <laughs> I didn't go to his launch seven months ago. He knew what he was signing up for. I don't do emotions. I don't do commitment besides the fact that we are married. Also, I I really don't like foreign travel, which he brings up to be like, but I I went went to to Hong Hong Kong Kong for him when he went missing. Like, see, I do care. Uh, And he's his whole thing is he's like, I'm a piece of shit. My husband is so amazing. And it. It makes me feel inferior, and I feel like he's lying when he says he loves me, because why would someone like him love someone like me? And Graham is like, you're, sh- you're shitting on yourself. Stop it. Because he says, he says, like, I feel like I'm a punishment for my husband, and he's like, who's the one who's being punished You're punishing here? yourself, yourself, Jake. Uh, and, which you deserve, because you are a cop. He sucks. Uh... Suki, meanwhile, she and the doctor are doing fast research and saying science words fastly. Isolate, virus, enzyme, engineer. And Jake Jake walks in to talk to Adam, but there's scales on his face now. Uh Uh-oh, it's getting bad. The birds are getting angry outside. Uh, (laughs) We see that the bird is full of plastic and it's birdemic again, literally. And an old man walks in from the woods and lectures them about science and global warming. Uh the doctor explains that the alien pathogen eats, eats plastic. plastic. So any birds who eat plastic that gets like thrown away into the ocean becomes they a vector. Are like a breeding ground for Praxius. And then, and then she's like, "Well, th- this could spread to humans if there was plastic inside of humans." And Graham comes in. And he says, "I never had plastic inside of me in my entire life." And then. The doctor and Suki tug at their collars. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Y'all um, are chock full of plastics, boys yeah, and girls. Yeah, microplastics. Yay. The story of the day. Not that it's not a real problem, it's but real microplastics. Problem. It's about there's there's plastic in all of us, and there's trash and- everywhere, and Praxis is having the time of its life. There's also a little thing here where the doctor's like, Come on, brains, move it along. And oh, Graham brains. is like... Did she say brains, plural? Which is not a pre-established piece of Time Lord lore. Sure, but also brains... Brains, like, You. she's got a lot of brains. Brains, plural, is not unusual. Yeah. I guess it's just a quirky doctor moment. Um, the birds are going crazy. Aramu's got ah, fucking ah. super, super dead. He super died, which is one step over death is when he <laughs> Again, died. he literally could have just been watching from the doorway and been like, oh shit, nobody, go inside. I don't nobody, know why he was like all the way on the beach. Nobody will mourn him. Also, he didn't seemingly didn't get infected. He just got fucking blasted by birds. Yeah, the same thing that happened to Jamil. Uh-huh. Um, Jamil, Jamila, and then they Jamil? all they dead. all run she for the science. They all grab the astronaut. One one they all grab him one leg and one arm and they hop him into the to the TARDIS. Yep, hop, uh, hop, 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 hop. 
Then, uh, <laughs> this part's great. Uh, sorry, the t- I, <laughs> I'm looking at my notes and I was really mad. I, the, uh, Ryan and Graham are begging the doctor to explain what she's talking about. She and, she and Suki are like looking at a microscope slide. Ah! She's like, oh, the, the, the blah, blah, blah. And the, we, we synthesized it. Da, da, da. And, uh, Graham is like, what are you talking about, doctor? And she's like, I, it doesn't matter. Just trust me on this. We've, we've done it. And I'm like, fuck you, Chris. Done what? <laughs> oh, also in the middle of this commotion, Suki does, uh, teleport. Teleport! Bye! Um, Cause they find out she's evil. Uh, oh yeah, she, that's right. She reveals, uh, because Yaz calls Yaz her on the says, radio. Hey, she's like, we I'm, found the submarine. And Yaz thinks she's on an alien planet, but she's not. Uh, but she's like, I found the missing submarine. It's here. The lab, uh, the, the alien lab was sending data to Madagascar. And the doctor's like, you're in contact with the aliens. And Suki's like, yes, I'm evil in some way. And I, oh, this is where she says, I've learned more from you, doctor, than I did from experimenting on Adam. Oh, <laughs> anyway, okay. I, I guess on... she was wearing a gas mask because at no point is Adam like, wait, that's the lady who's experimenting. They're, on, <laughs> they're on the TARDIS. This they're is where following... she says, she she tells them the virus is called Praxeus. Uh, it's mm-hmm. smart, it, it's relentless, and it knows you're onto it. And then she teleports away. Teleport! And then, uh, and then they go on the TARDIS because they're running away from the birds. Uh, Aramu is so dead, he's a goo on the floor. Uh, then they, uh, the This doctor... was a fuck. this pissed me off because the doctor is like, and I'm, I'm sorry to, to do this. I've, I've been, I, I don't need to get into the mechanics of it, but I've been watching, uh, Fast 9 along with the worst idea of all time. Mm-hmm. And... There was a scene that really pissed me off that this reminds me of. It's where they're driving through the minefield, and they're uh-huh. like, careful, if we drive over a mine, we'll explode and die. And then they don't drive over any mines. And it's like, cool, then what was the point? I and- really like, my one of my favorite things in the movie, of that movie, is that there's just like a round, mysterious, glowing object that they have. It's that the device. For. The device, yeah. Not the device, but... This this reminded me of that, because the birds burst through the ceiling and start swarming them, and the doctor's like, careful, if they scratch you, you'll be infected! And then the birds don't scratch them. The birds, you spray them with acid, like in the bir- The birds are just swooping around and just flying past them, and then going, ah, never mind. And it's like, and they all they all just get back to the TARDIS, they grab the science on their way out, and they just get into the TARDIS completely unscathed, and it's like, oh, lucky. <laughs> Very nice. Oh, cool. This is when the doctor puts, quote, she puts data, she puts a data into the TARDIS, and the TARDIS says, manufacturing vaccine device. Okay, this is another Chris, you fucking hack moment. I'm sorry, Chris was pissing me off this episode, because the doctor says, we might have a cure, but there's no way to know if it works. And then Adam is like, then test it on me. And the but doctor wait, says, but you'll, no, you might die. It's too dangerous. And he says, doctor, there's no time. You said it yourself. And meanwhile, she puts the, the cure into, it's a cure. She puts the cure that is a cure into this computer thing in the TARDIS. And she's like, 
if it if it works, the TARDIS will actually will automatically start manufacturing more of it spontaneously on its own. And it's like, okay, the fact that you told me that, and also that it's incredibly obvious that it's going to be a cure, is like, why even say that? Because now I'm just like, oh, it's gonna work. It'll be fine. Why is Adam? Why is the doctor like, no, Adam, we can't test it on you. If you don't, he's going to fucking explode. But it won't be her. Okay. I have a, w- I have a way to, to explain this to you, okay? Okay. You are standing on a set of train tracks. Okay. <laughs> there is a, a big swarm of birds carrying a virus uh-huh. at an astronaut. Uh-huh. No. At a bunch of, at the entire population of the Earth. I've actually heard this one before. You. No, 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 I don't think uh, – 7 billion people, by the way, are on one side of the train track in the path of the bird. On the other side of train tracks is a single astronaut who will also explode from the bird virus. You are standing – He is also a- on the other side of the tracks <laughs> as well. Also, yeah, he's also there. There are two of him. You are holding a vial of cure that could potentially save everybody from the trolley made out of birds. Uh-huh. However – if you inject the man who's already in the path of the flying birds, he might die, and you would be responsible for his death, which was gonna happen anyway, but he was gonna die, but also it would have been your fault in sort of a immediate sort of way. What do uh-huh. you do? What do you do? I'm asking you. This is an ethical dilemma. Um, well, if I if I test the cure on him and it doesn't work... Uh, then the exact same thing uh, would happen as but if, if you, I but didn't if, test the cure on him at all. If, so I'm going to go ahead and test the cure on him. If I if I pull the lever, the trolley will not hit anyone. But also, if I don't pull the lever, the trolley hits everyone. But at least I'll know that I wasn't my fault. <laughs> right? Literally. And, and Jake is like, no, you can't do this, Adam. Or, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Fucking this, hell, yeah. I keep mixing Adam, up these names. No, Adam, die. you can't. I won't let you. And it's like... Dude, he's gonna explode in, like, moments from now. This is like, well, this is like on on cinema when Tim's uh, ex-wife didn't want him to get the blood clot surgery that would save his life. This is just, he's out. Adam, <laughs> oh my god. But uh, you'll die! Ha ha ha! And then I'll be free from this commitment that I don't like. I hate like, my commitment. It's just such a completely useless, perfunctory, like, no, you can't. Just, no, just skip this shit and just fucking do it. I know you're gonna do it. But if, <laughs> if they you skip can't this... contrive a reason, I'm sorry, Jordan. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. I'm really sorry. I'm looking at the list of classic Doctor Who serials, and I see that The Awakening was written by Eric Pringle. And what is he related to Chris Chibnall? No, I just got distracted and forgot what I was talking about because I saw the name Eric Pringle. That's pretty fucking good. I I guess that this your spreadsheet, which. Man, every time we talk, every time I see you talking, you talk about the. I understand you're proud of it. You love that spreadsheet, but this spreadsheet has an extra purpose, which is if you ever get mad, you can just look at it. You can and just it'll look soothe, at Eric Pringle, you, and you'll just be like, "Ah, his name was mononymously Pretzel." <laughs> the second Doctor is Pretzel. <laughs> what was his name? Is his name is like Preston Troughton or something? Patrick Troughton. How did we get to Pretzel? You were you saying his pr- name silly on the Patreon episode at patreon.com slash pottingbros, and then I said Trofton. his name was Pretzel, and then it's done. Anyway, uh, 
we then get a scene uh, that they're back on the ship. They find the submarine. Also, they're actually at the bottom of the Indian Ocean. They were wrong. Yaz was wrong. She was wrong Boo. about every Boo. And then we get an emotional scene of Jake and Adam. And Adam's dying, but he's not dying. The doctor dying is like, <laughs> Jake, Adam, fucking hell. Adam, are you sure you want to do this? Dude, I'm going to explode. I'm going to, ex- you're going to, I know that you're going to explode, but do you want me to pull the lever that will divert the trolley off of the path to save you? Yeah, <laughs> literally, literally, Adam is like on the fucking operating table and he literally tells her, stop faffing about and do it. And I'm like, yeah, what are you, what is wrong with you? Just do it. Uh huh. Um, at some point, yeah, uh, yeah, the doctor, uh, the doctor and Yaz and Graham and Ryan all regroup with their backpacks on the, on the alien planet, but it's actually where the submarine is. And so they're under the garbage patch at the bottom of the, it's a gyre. She says gyre a lot. Gyre. It's a gyre. There are five gyres. Gyres. Um, and it's all full of garbage, and that's why the birds are there, because they all want she, to she, The doctor gives us a, a lecture about how there's garbage patches and birds get sick from plastic and stuff. Uh, and they're, they're like, how did the alien bacteria even get here? And the doctor's like, well, there's got to be something down here that's connected to Suki somehow. And uh, they... Jake sits down with Adam and they have a sensitive moment and Adam is like, hold hands and stop then, dodging life. Jake. And then you see Jake do the most bonkers <laughs> mental math in his head at what stop dodging life means. <laughs> stop, mm. stop redirecting trolleys around your life. <laughs> Jake, stop. pull the lever and stand in front of that. You got to face Jake. the trolley of life head on head on. From both you gotta, tracks. You've got to lay down on the tracks of life and face that trolley. <laughs> Jake's Jake. like, okay, 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 okay uh, are, are you telling me to? Are you telling me to kill myself? No. What? So, what? I'm going to dodge life by dying, thus dodging my life, the rest of my life, because I'll be dead. Stop not getting hit by trolleys, Jake. <laughs> stop not. Don't stop not dodging life. So Yaz shows them a gas mask man corpse that she this found. This is, I think, the one that got shot earlier that went to the teleport. And then the doctor yeah. takes the mask off and it works this time for some reason. Yeah, and, and it's all scaled up all over its face. And they're like, why hasn't it exploded? And the doctor says, human DNA. because it's not human. So this is where they start to figure out that the aliens who came here, they were infected with Praxius. And that's why they were experimenting on Adam to try to find a cure. That's why Suki was blah, 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 blah. Adam's then, dying uh, alarm starts going off. No, and Jake's no, like, no, oh, no, 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 no. It's the Adam is fine alarm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. All right, Adam, if you're fine, the TARDIS is going to play a sustained <laughs> single-toned beep. To we show were joking your... about this on the Patreon episode with the, uh, with the, the Seeds of Death, with the yeah. very ominous computer voice going, Attention, everything is fine. <laughs> it's just like, because the next time we see, not to, oh, I'm sorry about your dramatic tension. The next time we see Adam and Jake, they're all holding hands and happy and they're alive and Adam, great. So. Adam's like, hey, since we last saw you, I ran a 5K. I feel great. <laughs> I'm doing, I've got my favorite music. The AC is on. 
I'm moisturized in my own lane. He's doing uh, backflips. I am the very bottom of... <laughs> he, he recites the Pythagorean theorem to show that he's smarter than ever before. <laughs> also, I fucked up and I got all the words wrong. Yeah, uh, that's fine. That's fine. I haven't seen it. Uh, <laughs> Wait, what? haven't seen what? Whatever that's from. Pirates of Yeah, what's Saints? that from? What's it? Ooh, well done. Hey. Uh, so, by Stephen Sondheim. Yep. <laughs> Look at me go. <laughs> Wait, no. Who's a by? Oh, am I wrong? <laughs> Wait, you really thought that? Oh, I was wrong. Oh, no, 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 wait, oh, oh, uh, uh. Come on. It's a duo. Duo. Um, Come let on. me narrow it down. It's not Penn and Teller. It's, <laughs> uh, actually. No, it's definitely not Penn and Teller. Think Victorian times. Late oh, eight- Victoria. Yeah. And, and Chris Pringle. Eric Pringle. It's, uh. Tim Heidecker and Eric Wareheim, I'm pretty sure. Oh my god, it, it's killing me. I know the names. Who is it by? Gilbert and Sullivan. Gilbert and Sullivan. There you go. <laughs> Damn it. Shut up! Who the doctor has definitely met before. Our dad used to play a lot of Gilbert and Sullivan in the car. But he only played the Mikado. I thought he also he played Pirates of Penzance. Maybe he did. Maybe for you. Maybe he only I got the Mikado. <laughs> when you're older, Jordan. Three little mates from school, are we? It's the it's the one that uh, that Sideshow Bob likes. His favorite. Oh yeah. Well, he likes yeah. both. Well, he's saying. Well, actually, Sideshow Bob saying. Uh, he's saying HMS Pinafore, not. What the fuck? What can we talk about Doctor Who again, please? No. <laughs> <laughs> we sail the ocean blue on a saucy ship's of beauty. Okay. So uh, the Doctor catches up to Suki. She says, "All the others in the <laughs> gas masks. They were my crew. They had gas masks because I don't know." She Just says, Praxius destroyed my planet, and we were sent to find a cure. I don't really know how that works, considering that she made I it sound to, like they're all dead anyway. I went to Madagascar to set up a water filtration system. Unrelated. I, that was just a hobby of mine. The she doctor- says, uh, <laughs> she reveals, this is the villain turn. She brought Praxius to Earth on she purpose, knew. because She's it was evil. an incredibly plastic-infested planet. Hell Yeah. Uh, okay, this is a detail that I like that I thought was cool, which is Mm -hmm. that when the Praxius got released into the water, it, it, like, sucked up all the plastic from the garbage and created these, like, plastic underwater tunnels. I thought that was a cool, a cool little thing. Oh, I must have totally missed that part. Yeah, I thought, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, and that's, that's that. So that's, uh, the end of the episode. There's nothing else good. (laughs) Nothing else happened. (laughs) Uh, oh uh, no, this is the part where she says, uh, and it, and the resulting pulse, whatever the fuck, who gives a shit? When we were flying our ship to Earth, the pulses from our ship fried the electronics. Uh, that's why Adam We, we had it in fuck up other ships mode, yeah. which is actually illegal throughout most of the galaxy. But we hate Earth so much that we just wanted to fuck up other ships on our way there. Uh, um, and also, Suki reveals, uh, yeah. that. In addition to the Praxius that she already had in the first place, she also got scratched by one of the birds, so now she's real Praxius. I don't think that's how viruses work. Well, it is. Okay. Well, think of it this way. If if you had had a tapeworm, and then you ate another tapeworm, you'd have two tapeworms. (laughs) That's a parasite, though. That's a different thing. Well. What, how much, 
like the viral lo- like you've got millions of viruses in you or whatever and then you get an extra couple in you is that gonna kill you fast i mean i guess it will kill you somewhat i, I, I don't fucking know if i have covid19 and then someone with covid coughs directly into my mouth then you have my covid super bowl, 38 at my super bowl party <laughs> and sai <Cy> is there what <laughs> stop referencing um, snl covid it's super bad enough bowl. that we're watching this episode <laughs> um also uh importantly the uh the the ship has organic fuel cells which by the way that's what the oh worst oh my god no, hold on listen <laughs> because this, anything... not only does the ship have organic fuel cells uh that you Sam... can put hamburgers in it to power the ship no. but also in addition to that the ship has a button that you can use to make the ship fart out all the fuel into the air. <laughs> but, but organic just means it has carbon in it. Our cars have organic. Is that what I say when I... F- I'm filling up my organic fuel cell! <laughs> yeah, maybe if you're a liberal. <laughs> That's what gasoline is. It's organic fuel. Yeah, what? well, you could also put a burger in there, and it would could, also work. I could, I could also put an antidote in there, and my car would emit the antidote into the atmosphere. It'd so the great. doctor, the doctor, uh, meanwhile, Suki is like, I'm, I've already used the cure on myself, and I've sent the data back to my planet. And the doctor's like, no, it hasn't been tested on humans, and it wasn't designed for your people's biology. Okay, so we, if you pull... There is no follow-up po- on that, so I have to assume that everyone on Suki's planet just, like, there swelled are, up like a balloon and popped after they used it. There are two planets on the train track. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then... Yeah, Suki explodes. Uh, who cares? Uh, then they find Suki's ship, and this is when Adam and Jake... Adam is doing a triple-quadruple handspring Salcow, uh quad-flip heel-toe loop uh, to show that he's better. Um, and then they all go in the ship, and they all do science jobs that none of them are qualified to do. Gabriella overrides the manual bypass, uh, and and that was really funny because she's a vlogger. Um, and they're all, and then the doctor's like, good job, my little, they're my really little playing fucking friends. space team here. She's like, turn the photon accelerator off. Press B on the atomic stimulator. Wait, but here would be a funny joke. Here's my rewrite for the episode. Okay. Suki didn't reveal that she's evil. She's there with them. She's trying to sabotage. She's maybe some kind of imposter. In, <sighs> and it would be there as an imposter. Among us? So the doctor had, did, did we mention that? Yeah, we mentioned that Adam and Jake are here and Adam is better. Uh, yeah. and because, because he was cured, the TARDIS produced a million gallons of antidote. They dump <laughs> it into the fuel cells, which works. And the plan is to launch the ship into the stratosphere and then press the vent all fuel button that exists <sighs> to make it dump out all the fuel, which is the antidote, all over the world. And then um, Jake looks at how simple the controls are and says, these controls are so simple, anyone could do, can, it even even could do it for later. For later. And then they, and then they get off, they they get off the ship, hey, and they go, uh-oh. Hey, yeah, hey, yeah, hey. Yeah, 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 yeah. They fucking did this they in, did this with, in Legend of the, the Sea Devils. Episode. They also did, I was Where they're like, they, we, but we need someone to stay on the ship or it won't. Hold the uh, button thinking, open. I was thinking they did this in the Doctor Dances, where uh, where Captain Jack Harkness uh, has to fly the bomb away in his ship. God, they did. 
At, at, at least that, though, was, like, fucking 15 years before this. It was so early on, and it also was kind of fun because uh, he didn't know that he was going to die when he did it. That was the yeah, other thing. So, was like, yeah. So they, the doctor is like, there's just one flaw. If the ship launches and we're not back in the TARDIS yet, the ocean will crush us? Yeah, because they're underwater. They're like Oh, because the tunnels the will be, like, broken yeah, open, open and the open. water will yeah. rush in. Okay. okay. Rush in. So they all got to run away, uh, but the autopilot isn't going to, it's not working. It didn't work. So what This is doesn't make ha- any sense, though. She's like, huh, the autopilot's not working. Anyway, let's get going. It's in God's hands, I guess. <laughs> oh, well, forget it. And then Jake is like... I'm no, gonna, Jake is Jake is I'll not like it. A, no wrong wrong wrong. Jake is not there. Jake presumably knew in advance that the autopilot wasn't going to work and had already decided consigned his life to the dust. Because no, no, no. They, she says something about like oh the autopilot doesn't seem to be working anyway. Let's go. Yeah, and then, and then Jake like, is like no, I'll stay and do the piloting because it looks so simple. So oh, they get they into like, the TARDIS, and they're like, where's Jake? And he calls them on the comms, and he's like, I'm sacrificing oh, I, myself yeah. for the end of the episode. My husband told me to dodge life, and this is the conclusion. I No, not to. Not to life. dodge life. Not to dodge stop, life. Yeah, stop dodging life. <laughs> Jake's like, oh, shit, start. I thought I was... Oh, no. Stop dodging death. <laughs> I was That's trying to I... dodge life by killing myself. <laughs> <laughs> so Jake is like, like, Adam, I'm sorry for missing the launch. Uh, the doctor has him... The tutorial on how to vent Chris. the antidote, which I don't really know what the plan was, unless the autopilot was also programmed to vent the antidote. Yeah, can you tell like, the can you tell the autopilot once you hit the stratosphere, switch. dump out all the fuel? Yep, <laughs> it's a very got smart, it. Whatever you say, smart, boss. It's a very smart ship. Uh, I mean, look, Teslas. I wouldn't be surprised if Teslas just started leaking out all of their battery juice. So it's very gas. dramatic. He goes up into the thing and he blasts He's the, the antidote out into the oh. air. And then Gabrielle is like, Doctor, can you save him before the ship explodes? And the doctor's like, good idea. And she does. <laughs> I was in the middle of sending you a message. No, I did. I Here's the message I sent you. I said, uh, oh, maybe I didn't. Oh, yeah, it, no, so. no, no. You sent me that message where you were like, wow, who could have seen the big dramatic sacrifice coming? Oh, never mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I will say, speaking of pretzel, once again, I, I know that it's been, like, 60 years now, and continuity, blah, 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 stuff is gonna change, they decided that the sonic screwdriver should be bad, but literally, we watched an episode not that long ago where the second Doctor, played by mononymous actor Pretzel, is like, <laughs> hey, uh, we can't just take the TARDIS to the moon, because it's not designed for, like, precision time and space travel. It's a thing that, like, pinballs you around reality. And right? now the Doctor is, like, she's, like, bragging, where she's like, how did I do it? Well, it's simple. I materialized the TARDIS around Jake, which apparently you can do, in well, the yeah, exact because... millisecond before the ship exploded, We've... and then took us away. We've said it numerous times. It's because the TARDIS, she at some point had a relationship with the TARDIS and out listens to her more. They're married now. Yeah, they're and married. speaking of being married, Jake and Adam kiss on screen, which I this it is, is it is nice to see. That is the part. This is the part where when they put it on Disney, they'll they'll cut to them talking about how much they love their girlfriends, respectively. And uh, then the Doctor says, "All right, guys, we did it." And now I'll drop you off back where we picked you up here in beautiful Madagascar. That's not where any of them were from. 
I was fucking losing it when she's like, all right, bye, everybody. And I'm like, wait, that's wait, Suki's lab. Wait. Suki's why? lab. Why are they there? <laughs> Gabriella, none of them were there at the start. And then and then and they're also standing on top of Arumi's dead body. And then they're and then well what happens is Adam and 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 Jack Jack? Jack? Jake? Jake. Jake? Jake are like are like, well, this is a great time. We never had our honeymoon. And then Gabrielle is like, I'll do, I'll, we'll, I'll be I'll here come to <laughs> content. And then, uh, and then Graham's like, you can call it three idiots roaming, which by the way, pretty rude to Adam, who seems like a pretty decent guy, astronaut, probably very smart. Why is yeah. he an idiot? Also, Why is he definitely infringing on an idiot abroad. Yeah. I was also thinking about an idiot abroad at that time. Uh, so this is where the doctor repeats her stupid fucking narration where she's like, planet Earth, seven billion guys on it. Great. The end. Hey, uh-huh. yeah, I mean, I said this before. Hong Kong had fucking nothing to do with it. It's just the way they were. Why? But why weren't, why weren't they doing the research at the lab that they have? Because why are they like, we have to do our research in a warehouse in Hong Kong? Because then how would they triangulate the position? They oh, need yeah, three right. places. And also, how did Adam text Jake and whose phone was it? C minus. I, at the time, I gave it a D plus plus because I was like, it's it's not as bad it's as not flux. It's Once not Upon flux. Time. Like, something, something's going to have to be really bad to ever be below that grade. But I was did I like, give it, did I give Once Upon Time? Consult your magic spreadsheet, wi- uh, data wizard. Uh, well, some, well, well. Look did I who wants the spreadsheet now? Did we I give Once Upon gave Time it a D minus? Because I just I have to believe that there's there's, there's something somewhere out there. There's something worse than a. Uh, the, oh no! The, I I am sorry. Uh, it is a. I gave Robot of Sherwood a D plus. That was what I was like. Oof. This is slightly better than Robot of Sherwood. Oof. Which, by the way, I, I have been informed by numerous people that Robot of Sherwood was absolutely written for the 11th Doctor, and they just never got around to using that script, so they just gave it to Peter Capaldi. That makes so much sense for yeah. for for that, because he was just a different dude in that episode. That sucks. Yeah. That anyway, sucks. Uh, I will give this a C-. I hated it, but there... Yeah, there, I think there is more stuff that's good about it. I just, it really should have been a two-parter. Like, been a two-parter. all the stuff with Suki, if we had gotten to know her, she has one episode where she's, like, they a helpful like gone, scientist who is, like, like, on the doctor's level, and they're working together, and it's like, wow, good thing Suki is here. And then, like, we get to, we get to spend some time with Jake and Adam as a, as a, as a couple and as a not couple. And we get to know who the fuck Aramu is and what he has to do with any of it. And most importantly, for like a second, they can just chill out and anything can stop happening. Mm-hmm. It was it was way too much to happen in one episode. It's really funny because like the the episode descriptor is like, what do a fallen astronaut, a woman of logger in Peru, and a a, a warehouse in Hong Kong all have in common or something. And it was like, none of the them first... have met the talking cat in Ontario. Yeah. <laughs> it's the first 10 minutes of the episode. Is what it is. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, next time on Dr. Who, uh, they go to Aleppo and there's a creepy man made of smoke doing fear stuff and a big claw. The fear. I always liked, I always like lost. That's lost. Is what that is. Anyways. <laughs> uh, all right. 
It's time for All us right. to find our next episode. Wait, now, uh, where do I go on to the Go to the to random watch? episode tab on the spreadsheet. Random episode. Here it is. And it's not the one that you see right now. I'm going to push a button oh. and it's going to roll. Okay? Here we go. Next time. Oh, and I've got stats here showing that there's a 15.7% chance of us getting Whitaker again. Please no more. Please Let's go. No. Here we go. Fucking fucking fuck. fuck. Shit. <laughs> Next week, we will be watching... 2022's first special, Eve of the Daleks, written by Chris Chibnall, directed by Annetta Lawfer. Why does this keep happening? Oh, it's the episode before Legend of the Sea Devils. Hooray! And it's gonna have so many, and uh, if I, if Flux is anything to be, uh, it's gonna be one million Daleks, and there are gonna be so many of them! Yay! I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> Can we please stop watching Jodie Whittaker episodes, please? Why? Watch it. There are twenty. There, (laughs) we keep getting the worst luck. Well, okay. Here, here's the here's the thing, though, because Uh uh, I've consolidated everything into the spreadsheet, but that means that I don't have Wikipedia open, so I don't Mm -hmm. know if this is a good episode. Let me find out. Probably one. It's probably like this episode received below average reviews and said it was one of the worst episodes of Doctor Who. No, this this episode actually got good reviews. But they always get this is like no, AV no, 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 no. They don't. They didn't. They didn't. Legend of the Sea Devils had bad reviews. This has a minus from AV Club. Four stars. Radio Times. Four stars. Independent. Four stars. Telegraph. Four stars. Evening Standard. I just want the show to stop looking like that. I want. I want to see Matt Smith. I want to see. We haven't. We barely gotten to see Matt Smith. It's been so. Ooh, Ashling B is going to be in it. Oh, I do like Ashling B from Taskmaster. We got Ashling B. Well, we got. Barnaby Sam, Edwards. Sam. Sam. Let's wrap this up. I'm, my spirits are low again. <laughs> I'm sick of Whitaker. I want to Just watch picture some... Dan smiling. <laughs> Can I get a printout of Dan smiling? <laughs> we are on Patreon at patreon.com slash potting bros. One dollar a month gets you a mildly special Discord role marking you as a friend of the show. I renamed the things because there was less slime than we thought there would be. Not a very show. slimy show, yeah. Uh, gets you all of our bonus content. Currently, we are watching old Doctor Who. Uh, we have recorded our second episode on the Seeds of Death with the second Doctor played by Mononymous actor Pretzel. Correct me if I'm wrong, we will be finishing Seeds of Death, correct? No. No, we're what going to be watching, watching The Mind of Evil, which the Master is in. And what Doctor is this? That's a third Doctor. Third Doctor, that's right. This is the the old man again. Yes, I haven't man. seen it yet, but we will be watching that next. $5 gets you a pretty special Discord role marking you as a companion of the show. Uh, and you can send us a message that we'll read in one of our funny, funny voices. And you can also something else. What is it? Did I say shout out in the podcast? Yeah, shout out in the podcast. I'm very hungry. My brain is shutting down. $10 marks you as an honorary member of House D'Souza, which... You will be... You're the coolest per... We will... Oh, and... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. When we read... <laughs> when we read the names of the honorary members of House House D'Souza, this was my idea. Uh, we're going to either clap I thought this was you. Milk's idea. Oh, right. Milk yes, suggested it was. this in the Discord. Milk suggested this idea, and uh, we are taking it seriously. When we read the names of our $10 donors on this episode, either we will clap, or if it sounds too bad, we will edit applause. Over. Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm looking at it now. You suggested it as a joke, and Milk said, yes, do that. Okay. We'll be clapping over your names, or we'll edit applause if clapping sounds too bad. 
<laughs> so thank you to our i think we should do five and ten in that case yeah we'll do ten we'll save the best for last the ten dollars get to come at the end with our applause thank you to our five and ten dollar subscribers dan big challenge silva jch roy stephanie b stephanie karen tasty sea sponge cassidy destry yeah. hawk and h cave thank you all so very much we have a message this week it is from dan this is for me this is a kyle voice request this appears to be, I think this is uh, Spider-Man auto-captioned, maybe, with Tobey Maguire. And here is what he has to say. Sometimes pizza times, it's sometimes, it's sometimes, it's sometimes pizza times pizza. What is time, pizza? How can one pizza time? How can a time be of pizza? <laughs> Sometimes pizza. I'm looking at this picture. Sometimes pizza times it. Sometimes it. Sometimes it. Sometimes pizza times pizza. <laughs> I've never you, seen Dan. that one before. Thanks, Dan. Um, oh, uh, we're on Noise Space. <laughs> we are on NoiseSpace.xyz. Lots of great podcasts on there. Check out. Um, check out Wow Cool Robot about Gundam. I always Gundam. like to shout out Island Shuffle, both because we stole their premise and because I like it. We did steal their premise completely. Check out... But we accidentally um, watched Doctor Who instead of Lost. Oops. Check out Gay Friends Chainsaw Dog Sanctuary about Chainsaw Man. Chainsaw Jordan, are you going to be doing a a First Impressions episode about Like a Dragon Ishin on Kamarocha Radio? We will be doing a First Impressions episode about Like a Dragon Ishin. It'll be coming sometime next week, hopefully. Argyle's copy got delayed in the mail. Oops. On Sounds About Light, Drew and I just finished 358 Days Over 2. So we're going to be going back to Kingdom Hearts 2 next week. Oh boy. And next week on Zero to Zero, uh, we're going to be watching the beginning of Fantastic Four Rise of the Silver Surfer, and we have already started Blade 2. And he's going to be surfing all around. Sam, I feel like, I feel like we've been abandoned by, by God. And I, I feel like maybe we haven't been praying hard enough because (laughs) we've been getting nothing but Whitakers lately. So well, really, it gets less and less likely each time. Can you, with all of your heart and all of your soul, and can our listeners maybe bow their heads in prayer and really just hope that next week we don't get a Whitaker episode? And can you please lead us in a little Doctor Who prayer? I would love to. Uh, this is a prayer that I didn't write that other people say all the time at conventions usually. And it goes like this. May your life flow like a river. May your days smell sweet as a rose. May your nights be calm and still as a pond. May you be as lucky as an ace in a game of blackjack. Darkness. May Dan the nice man smile nicely upon you. May Bill bowl a hole in one. And may the doctor light your path through time. And may Graham drive a bus of enlightenment through the... History. History. <laughs> may you fade it. Amen. Bye. Bye.